Welcome to Crips to Coast. We're two sisters, Noelle and Alexandra, and best friends. Living on opposite coasts, discussing life, pregnancy, parenthood, and everything in between. Because who better to share everything with than your sister? sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking wine right now, by the way. I noticed. <laughs> I'm I'm it's 5 38 p.m. my time and I was like yeah. you know what I'm gonna drink well, it's wine. literally five o'clock your time not just five o'clock somewhere yeah so I was just like I'm gonna do that today that's great um all right we're gonna do spitfire introduce ourselves okay that sounds you're good. gonna hate you're gonna hate all of these questions but I really can't. I yeah. love but I love like questions okay so here's your first one what's your favorite television show Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> the woman who literally writes television shows does not watch, I don't TV. watch television, um, like right now or ever do you define it? Favorite television. Okay. Show? I think like, I'm just going to name a few shows. Go friends can watch that um, anytime. Scrubs yeah. best sitcom ever written. Um, what am I watching right now? I'm glad you took all of my answers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Succession. I love Succession. Um, oh, I want to watch Severance on Apple. Oh, we watch it. It's really good. Um, what about you? What are your favorites? favorites oh, so I'm Noel. This is Noel speaking. <laughs> I live in Los Angeles. We I write TV yeah. and I don't watch TV. Yeah. Um, my favorites all time are um, Friends, uh, Parks and Rec, Scrubs, uh, any kind of like sitcom like that like for longer ones I loved Gilmore Girls I'm thinking like a longer like format one um I also loved uh WB like hour-long dramas that like or like um uh Jane the Virgin and Crazy Ex-Girlfriend love those. oh yeah um so anything kind of like that so those would be oh Schitt's Creek did I say that one yet oh I love Schitt's Creek oh yeah I, oh true. do you how long did that one take you to get into <laughs> Alexandra telling me to watch it she watched she told me like constantly how much I would love it finally watched it I absolutely loved it Alexis my favorite character ever and that's all I said to you I said you're gonna love the character development and I will say this to anyone you have to get through season one and the character development just takes off from there it's really good okay what's the next question all right my favorite place is home <laughs> just kidding uh <laughs> I, my favorite place is, um, like in nature near fresh water. So like a national park, like a Sequoia type park, like Kings Canyon, anything like that. Um, my other favorite place is, um, the beach near me where I can just go run, like running barefoot on the beach is my other favorite place. I think. What about you? Can't. Yeah. This is where we're going to be completely. <laughs> my first answer was my bed. <laughs> that's that would be hands down my favorite place my other favorite place and I guess it sort of lines up with yours I'm thinking like by water pool lake whatever I don't want any bugs anywhere near me I'd like a drink in my hand and a book and I'll be good yeah I think the the only thing I'm like oh I want to be like moving on water so like no I want to be staying still like something like outdoors where I'm just like there's nothing around there's running water that to me is like I I'm like craving it right now being homebound no no okay um all right uh who's your favorite sports team great question again I was an athlete that doesn't watch sports um my favorite sports team is the Boston Red Sox That's followed by the Dodgers 
I'm a Tom Brady fan, not the Patriots or the Tampa Bay Bucks. <laughs> I just like Tom Brady because I think he's insanely attractive. And I'm going to start getting into the Angel City soccer team. Oh, I, I'm I'm excited to come watch those games. Yeah. I think that's going to be, I think that's going to relive our like UConn women's basketball. Yeah, like exactly. Glory. I'm like so excited to get into them. So once Teddy's vaccinated, we're going to start going to games. That's awesome. Mine is hands down the Red Sox. Um followed by the Patriots and then yeah, UConn basketball. Yeah. UConn women's basketball is my other favorite. Yep. Um, all right. We'll do two more. Okay. What's your dream job? Honestly, I was going to say what I'm doing right now, but that's not true. <laughs> my dream job is being a, a, a TV host, which I have done. I hosted science works. Uh, you guys can watch it on Amazon prime. It's an educational children's show. Um, anything where I get to like talk to people and meet people and be on camera. That is my absolute dream job. I also think that I really, really love my job now as well. It might not be my dream job, but I'm insanely happy in my career. That's, I, I feel similarly to that where like teaching is legitimately my dream job. Um, it is not always a dream to be a teacher um, in the sense like it's insanely difficult, especially the past few years. Um, I would love to get into like some type of like curriculum design, um, which I think would be cool, but I'm not sure about that. But yeah, so dream job, um, professional ballerina used to be my dream job <laughs> as an adult, like a 22 year old adult. And you've um, done ballet one year in your life and you're eight years old. Yes, exactly. Um, but you know, that's changes. Um, all right. Last, I think it's cool that we both kind of really enjoy our jobs. I, we, we are very driven people and yeah. everything we've done in our lives have led us like, yes. we've been and career oriented. I also think we both, uh, yeah, we're both career oriented. We're both driven. We're both you know, on the pretty smart, I think. And like, yeah. I think we also both just know ourselves very well. Yeah. Yeah. We are pr- very um, confident in who we are as people. Um, last one. Ooh, what's your favorite song? Ooh, great question. Um, ooh, what's your favorite song? You go first. Okay. My favorite song. Um, I'd say I have a couple, um, forever. It was head over feet by Alanis Morissette, just absolute favorite um since like probably in like my uh, like past 10 years or whenever it came out is um awake my soul by Mumford and Sons I just I love that I'll sing that one to Hazel too um so I love that one and then um Joshua Radin is my favorite singer of all time um and he has a bunch that I could listen to anytime but I'd say probably vegetable car um by his which is pretty poppy uh and uplifting so um, okay. I'm going to name a few as well. And they're all like related to things. So one of my favorite songs is Que Sera, Sera because mom used to sing that to me. And it's just Aww. like, so uh, reflective of my life where I'm just like, but what about this? Like, tell me everything's going to happen. And it's kind of like, no, don't. Um, the song, what's it called? Long way. So long way. It's like our road trip song. Do you remember? I used to sing oh, that yeah. song over and over. So that like reminds me of the road trip that we went on together. Mm-hmm. Um, America by Simon and Garfunkel because that was my wedding song is another favorite and then lately I've been um, 
which is so cliche. I've been listening to the Elizabeth Mitchell version of You Are My, you Sunshine. Are My Sunshine. Like I sing it truly every single day. And it's so cliche as a, like, as a song to sing to your child, yeah. but it just- It's a it, beautiful version though. So, I sing that. I did that one for Hazel when she was a newborn too. Yeah. That's, so that's like recently just like become my song for him. Oh. All right. Well, that was lovely. Maybe we'll do a few more next time. That was a yeah. good, uh, good. That was a really good. All right. What's Thank your question you. of the week? Um, oh my gosh. So we are, so the best part about like when I, I had Hazel joined a bunch of moms groups, which meant everyone had kids around the same time. <laughs> I just looked uh, at your question of the week and I stood sorry. <laughs> it made me think of a few things. Yeah. It just like, it was so, um, like, it's so nice. So like everyone's like roughly the same age. Um, and so we are about to enter birthday season, which I should also like, I think this would be a fun fact for us to throw into like, we as a family, you and I have a birthday season. We have birthday season. And that is a whole, it's, I think this is actually going to air during birthday season on our brother's birthday. Yes. Um, there's a third one. We have a little brother, Spencer. I don't know if we've given him enough love and attention. We have not. We give that a lot. And in life. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I said, I don't think we've given him enough love and attention both in this podcast or in life. <laughs> He's the forgotten one. Um, but yeah, so starting with our mom in August and going now, I know everyone we've added in has also fallen within birthday season. Oh, now it starts with Sarah in July. A week Sarah starts with mom. Teddy, so he's outside of birthday season. Teddy's right? outside of birthday season. That's true. Hazel fell right in the middle. Right in the middle. Jeremy's in, in there. Scott extended yep. it by nine days, like, but everyone else is mm-hmm. right there. So, um, so anyway, so I'm, and now that Hazel's in it, now everyone else of her friends is now in birthday season too. Because you were in a mommy and me group that everyone was born within like two months of each other. Right. Well, yeah, yeah and exactly. Because you go when you're on maternity leave. So right. everyone is within like that first, you know, three months, give or take. So, um, so yeah, we're, we're, we're about to enter birthday season. Um, and I mean, I know you're not there yet, but I know you have attended children's birthdays in the past and you're an excellent gift giver or like a thoughtful gift giver. Um, so I guess I figure I would just talk about like, what type of gifts do you like to give or like receive? Um, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm building Hazel's birthday wish list. Um, some people have asked about what to get her and I have some ideas. Um, but do you have like a, a go-to gift that you always do? What, what's your, what's your like, way you approach it? Um, well, I think you were actually the one that once told me you do the same gift for the age. So you were like, for two-year-olds, I do this. For three-year-olds, I do this, which I was like, that's the most genius thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So I'm going to shout out to you for telling me that once that you were like, that was, I got that idea from, um, Kendra Dachi, who does, who's the lazy genius in her podcast. And she's like, decide once. And I was like, cool. So every two-year-old gets a sensory bin, um, and they get the one from Michael's and, they're great to have on hand. So that's like, that's my go-to for that one. Yeah. I think for me, I love gift gift. Like I don't love gift giving. I don't love gift receiving that much. It's not my love language. I, we can talk about love languages another time. It's not my love language either. Um, but I'm someone that to me, the best gifts, especially for kids who don't need stuff is like reusable stuff. So crayons, markers, chalk bubbles, anything that runs out and a kid like construction paper art arts and crafts anything like that um I would say is like what I would give just a just any random child yeah that's um not, not that you're not that Hazel's friends are random children but like 
if they do accept gifts at birthday parties, I think the best thing is just like something like that. Cause kids have too many stuffed animals. They honestly have too. Now that I have a child, I'm like, we have gotten so many books. We, so like, We we don't need more books. We don't need anything like, but maybe arts and crafts is a great one for me personally my favorite gift to give like a three-year-old is a cabbage patch doll because that was my favorite is that what hazel's getting in well i I looked it up they're like they don't sell them anymore oh too bad (laughs) but i I haven't tried to look up a good cabbage patch doll for her so i think i think that's the best thing because like what do you want in your house like i feel like no one wants more stuff you know what? And so like, I even was like, oh, cause I was thinking down the arts and crafts one. I'm like, what, what are we going to get her? Like, as like, I like to do something like a little bit special or unique. Um, Scott and I actually talked today. He thought of a marble one for her. And I was like, that's oh. a cool idea. Like that was really cool. So we might get her that, but um, I was also thinking, I was like, oh, what about like an easel? I think that would be cool for her to like have an easel. And I was like, I don't know if I want one in my house. Like, I don't know if I want one more thing in my house. Yeah. And you guys just got her a really nice little house too, which is really cool. I know. I know. I don't know if she realizes that that could also be her birthday present or that was just me (laughs) like feeling guilty and like her being an only child at the moment and me just being like, I have money. Here you go. I think the other thing that I would get like someone like you or someone closer is a like subscription to some place, whether it's like, oh, you want to go to like, I probably will put on Teddy's list sometime, like a subscription to the museum that's down the street, like something like a family thing that you guys can do together. Yeah. We have a, um, my sister-in-law got us a subscription to the zoo. So So yeah, something like that. that. Like we have that, we have our subscription, um, membership to the local children's museum. Um, so we have those and it's like, how many of those can we manage beyond like two of those? Right. Um, but yeah, so I, I I think arts and crafts, and plus she loves them. Should yeah. I put stickers? Are you going to get her stickers? I'm not going to get her any stickers. There's not a chance in, I'm going to swear for the first time in our podcast. I don't think we have viewers, to Viewers, beware. <laughs> There's not a chance in hell that I'm getting this job stickers. If you do not know me, I love children. I love arts and crafts. I love all these things. I hate stickers. I think they're disgusting. They fall on the floor. They get all dirty. Kids put them back on their shirts. They go through the wash. They leave residue on their shirts. And it's the absolute most disgusting thing. Then you're walking around your house and all of a sudden you find a sticker on the bottom of your sock. And you're like, where did that sticker come from? Why is there a sticker on the bottom of my sock? I hate stickers. So your child will not be. No stickers. Got it. Um, (laughs) The other thing I would get her, which she's lucky, just like Teddy's lucky. is like, it's far enough away from Christmas. So it's like, you know, you really get a good chunk of time. Like a bike or like something like that's kind of age more age like she can grow into it yeah yeah and I'm thinking like I was like oh she's starting preschool like but she already has a backpack I just got her like a little lunchbox on prime day but um would you like to hear this will lead into my high of the week later you want to hear what I got Dean yeah I hope I hope Kate likes it and she hasn't returned it by the time (laughs) this airs two months later um I got him a camera (gasps) oh that's exciting yeah, so great she, like offhand mentioned it, and so I got him a camera, and I got a case because I love parents. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I got it a cam- like a toddler camera um, that I think will be, and it's like waterproof too. So, tried to I, I spoiled him a little bit. That's so great. Yeah. Um, so, what's your question of the week? I think ours kind of dovetail each other a little bit. Sometimes they do. Okay, so mine is more general question. It's not really about my life specifically, but I love it. do you think, so 
Jeremy and I, we both have older sisters. Girls came first in our family. If you remember at my bachelorette party, every single one of my friends is either an oldest daughter or an only daughter. I have no variation. I love oldest daughters. I don't know if it's because of you. I don't know if it's because I like love anxious people, I guess. I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, I also, if you meet me, no one has ever been like, Noelle, you're an oldest daughter. I don't come across as an oldest daughter. I'm very much, you would say I'm either middle or youngest. That's my personality. And yet I am so attracted to oldest daughters and friendships. Yes. With that being said, when we had, we both, you know, Jeremy has only girl cousins. When we had, we we're told we we're having a boy, we were both shocked because our, all of our experiences. That's not how your family's. Oh, girls come first. That's what yeah. happens is girls come first. So I'm guessing my question is just about like, do you think birth order matters? Do you think in what way does it matter? Will it matter? Like what we have next affects then him. What kind of person will he be? And like, when I think about all my guy friends, they're all younger brothers. Jeremy's a younger brother. I have a friend, Derek, a younger brother. My friend JP's a younger brother. We, I have two guy friends that are oldest boys and they're both insanely sweet. So there's yes. good news. Yeah. But I guess like, I, I'm just wondering like, will his birth order, do you think it affects his future personality? I think it does a little bit because I think about like me as an oldest it's like the sense of responsibility like caring for others a lot of responsibility is put on you um like as a child like whether it's caring for younger siblings um or like watching out for them or whatever it might be like or like taking on like more of a mental load as you like get into adulthood like such like a downer here but it's like I don't need um executor on like mom's will (laughs) because I'm the old like you know what I mean so it's like I think that that definitely plays into um like it falls on me and I think that has reflected itself like me staying close to home like went to college I haven't left New England you know like the furthest I got was Providence for one year and I was like well gotta get back you went to um, us lol you live five blocks away from our child oh that's home. the funniest yes so uh <laughs> so yeah so it's like so I think like that and it might I don't know if that's my personality or if that's my birth order but I think that is like one way that it reflects is like I didn't I'm not far from our parents I'm still taking care of them and um you know in different ways now but um but I think that once it kind of gets like your family becomes finalized Mm -hmm. then there's like a still like room to grow or like you know like he might be an older brother to another brother and that changes a dynamic right or like like even just like how many yeah if he has a younger sister versus a younger brother versus a younger brother that's five years younger versus one year younger versus you know it's like it feels like there's it's no matter what like the your children are just affected by these things and I'm like how do I like not make it so much like he is the oldest son you know I think just coddling him like like, he is like such a sweet little little boy already like you know and like and letting that um shine I mean you came out of mom would say it to anyone that you came out and your number one job was to terrorize me yeah Um, well, that's a crazy thing is like mom has literally said since the day I was born, I was a middle child, even though I didn't have a little brother for three more years. Like, it's just interesting how we're born. And I'm just wondering what your views on that are. This isn't really a question about like advice. It's just like, no, I love it. I think it's a cool discussion. Cause I think like, and then they're like, think about like only children, like there are like typical only children. And then there are the ones that you're like, 
really you don't have siblings like there's like that aspect too like you know oldest children as like selfish or like like spoiled and I I don't have too many friends that are only but like even the ones that I do know and have like and I know your friends that are only children I'm like I have a few only children friends yeah and I wouldn't and I can tell. No, just kidding. <laughs> See, I, why, why, uh, they, I can tell they're only. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that's definitely um an interesting one too. Like, is is Teddy already like feeling like an only, or is he already feeling like like a protective yes. playwright? <laughs> Which is also crazy because like you, you know, when you stop, like when you label, I mean. Yeah, get into labels. It's like an oldest girl is nurturing and whatever, and an oldest boy is lead. Like you immediately like assign these these roles, which, yep. Again, I'm, if he is a younger sister, that he's supposed to protect, protect her, her which like I, you know, these are all things yep. like I don't want, but like I, it's just interesting knowing like is his fate as the firstborn son like in, written in the stars already? I don't think so. I think that like I think. It, I don't think it's written in the stars. I think things evolve and change. And the way you also parent are going to evolve and change yeah. and like how you then think about that birth order. And if there is an age gap of short or long, like that's going to affect things too. Yeah, that's because like age gap is another thing that I'm like super interested in. Like, because we were three years and we did not get along, but then we got along super, super well. Yeah. And I think like the three-year age gap is like a, I feel like it was the sweet spot for us. It's a good spot. Yeah. Yeah. Like two feels pretty competitive, maybe. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we don't have the experience. That's the other thing too. Like I I always like the way you describe it, if you want to do it, which is like all the different relationships. Yeah. So, you know, if you have, uh, if you only have one sibling, you only have one relationship. If you have two siblings, you there's four relationships in there. There's one and two, there's two and three, there's one and three, and there's three of you. So that's four relationships. It just gives you a higher probability of like things working out. Cause I think my fear, you know, we can get into how many kids we all want to have one day, but like (laughs) my fear of two kids is like, that's one relationship. And if it doesn't go well, that's it. Where if you have three kids, it's like, you got four relationships to work with. Something might work out. Something might work out. Yeah. Even if it's the whole group and maybe not the individual. Yeah. You know, when they get together, they're a lot of fun. (laughs) Um, It's a party. It's a, it's definitely and I mean you can't you can't choose it like you can't choose what the sex is of your baby and you can't choose really how far apart they are even sometimes so yeah it's really just a gamble anyways that was just my my question of the week was more just philosophical more than like actual advice yeah are you are you happy as a middle child I am you know growing up I I I never told mom and dad, I don't love you. I would always be like, you don't love me. (laughs) And I feel like, and I'd be sad. And I do feel like, you know, growing up, it was not my favorite. And like, still as an adult, whenever I'm with just the two of them alone, I point out how great it is. I'm like, isn't this great? (laughs) Just like the three of us. Um, But ultimately I'm so happy that I'm so close to you. I'm so happy that I'm close to close, so close to Spencer. Um, I just feel really lucky to be the middle. I love it. I also feel yeah. like my personality is middle child and I'm a lot of fun. That's true. It's a hundred percent true. <laughs> do you like being the oldest? I do. I like the, I, I like the kind of sense of responsibility and having, I like the caretaker role. Yeah. You're um, very good. I think like, but that's the other thing is like, were you always going to be this way or are you just so good at it? Cause it's your life. It's just, it's crazy. I bet I was, I bet I was always this way. Yeah. I think so too. <laughs> yeah. You're just so um, like, you're so that first child. It is. It's true. 
Uh, should we do uh, our highs of the week? Yeah, what's your high? Um, so I'm going to help uh, set up for Dean's party, um, which is Hazel's best friend, aka the child of my best friends. Um, and so, um, but mostly I get to um, help design uh, some of the signs. I helped last year do this too, and I make the t-shirts um, for all of them. And uh, so I get to use my creative juices uh, doing that, which is like my favorite thing to do. Um, and going to be a little crafty this week um, and making all of that. So I'm really excited to like get into that, get my table set up with my Cricut. Oh, What's robots. That? Oh, fun. So you're going to do yeah. t-shirts for everyone? Yeah. So that, um, I already have like the, I don't really have to design much for the robots. I just have to print off the stuff. Um, but then we're going to do the signs uh, for like the food and things like that. So that's so fun. Yeah. I'm really excited. And then I'll do it for Hazel's birthday next month too. Wait, for her rainbow out. dinosaur strike theme. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect theme. Yes. Well, my high of the week is, um, my family, despite having a newborn child, making everyone take a rapid COVID test before they met said newborn child and everyone testing negative. Somehow when my child was three weeks old, I got COVID. Um, I came down with a tickle in my throat and it got worse from there. A couple days late, I took a PCR test, had COVID. My husband came down with it a few days later. We kept Teddy in a different room with a HEPA filter. We double masked. He also came down with COVID. Um, again, no one that came to our house has tested. I, the only place I'd been is outside. So I got it outside just to give everyone, I mean, at this point it's September, but like this variant is very contagious. I somehow got it outside on a walk. <laughs> but what I'm think, what I'm, my high is that like, we're okay. You know, yeah. we definitely, my husband and I went down pretty hard for a couple of days each, but Teddy seems to be okay. He has a little congestion. Um, and you know, with everything baby related, we're just so scared. And like every day I'm just like, so, so my high is like, oh, he's still okay. And I think yeah. like, that's like our big thing. Like we're getting through it. <clears throat> I'm still coughing a little bit. Um, but yeah, my high is that other than that, like my high is like, again, I, we were said not to make this like kid related, but like, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for our health of, as a family. Yeah, exactly. Especially I, you tested positive as I flew out on an airplane. Yeah. And, and we had my sister-in-law, Emily fly in that day. And we were just like, we're a COVID positive household. And yeah. she also did not get it. Jeremy's parents were there when you were there, they did not get it. Like we somehow managed it. It was just the three of us, but yeah. That's my high. It's like, health. I know, I know. Yeah. And you didn't get anyone else sick. Like you, you didn't get anyone else sick. solace in that too, which is nice. So yeah. Like the and second I, I kind of, the second I had a tickle, I started wearing a mask essentially. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and you're free to come to Massachusetts next month. And I, again, a high is that we've been so scared about getting our child, giving our child COVID and he has it. <laughs> like we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Cause he won't, he's not going to wear a mask on the plane. So no, one, one last thing. <laughs> Um, well, signing off from Cribs to Coast, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Catch you next time. <laughs>